I'm Dr. Jesse Dennison. Ooh, you changed it. And I'm Dr. Jessica Dennison. You're listening to the Doctor's Dennison. How did I change it? Because you said hello instead of hi. Oh, I guess I went a little more formal. Mm-hmm. My bad. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week's topic, uh, it's interesting that you brought this up because this is kind of what we're doing right now is the topic we're going to be talking about. Communication. Huh? <laughs> Been holding on to that one all day. Oh, all day. God, you got me. You I was got hoping me good. you were going to react to it too, because if you were <laughs> just going to continue on, it was going to be a whole nother, a whole nother reaction to it. Oh, so. that was, your dad joked me. My dad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Been waiting all day to do that. <laughs> oh, I apologize for your ears for my my response. Um. <laughs> So, yes, we're going to talk about communication. <laughs> so, as always, why, why, the, why this topic? Because people have to talk to one another. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we didn't talk to each other, this podcast wouldn't exist. Right? Right? It would just be nothingness and sound. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it would be. Mm-hmm. And as I like to tell people who... uh have difficulties interpersonally human communication is one of the most complicated things in existence and some of you out there might be saying no mm-hmm. it's not and we're going to explain why that is hmm. <laughs> why i'm right and you're never mind i'm gonna stop there <laughs> good answer <laughs> we got jokes today people mm. uh so i think the first way to start talking about it is the different forms of communication yeah yeah so like verbal and nonverbal. Mm-hmm. yeah and written there's another one in there too mm. so verbal communication uh as we define it here is speaking in a language mm-hmm. and that language could be just about anything um i one time heard you know like hey can you tell me what your name is so i know what sound to make as to get your attention because <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways that's all yeah that's all language is mm-hmm. is well, what sounds do i make with my mouth mm-hmm. and vocal cords to say certain things mm-hmm. you know um so speaking in a language and uh for many people uh who are potentially listening to this, uh, we speak the language of English, and there are many languages out there. There's hundreds. Uh, there is some way to translate this into other languages that would be cool, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Download it or run it through Google Translate, maybe. Oh, no, I hear that's terrible. <laughs> it is pretty bad. <laughs> uh, you know a little bit of at least one other language, right? Um, a little bit of French, um, fragments of Korean. Um, I've taken Spanish classes. I don't know or speak mm-hmm. Spanish. Mm-hmm. So. There are some days that I don't feel like I know or speak English. So, you know. <laughs> like today? Like today when we were working on my daughter's, uh, or when I was assisting my daughter with her English homework and... <laughs> She was communicating her frustration based off the way she heard mom communicate her frustration earlier. Mm-hmm. The same phrases said from both of the females in the house. Yes, <laughs> and, and I decided I'm going to go take some time and just chill out. Mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, what are the various elements of speaking? Um, well, the first one is tone. Um Tone is different than volume, which we're going to get into. Tone is kind of either a harsh tone. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk, you talk very harshly. Right? Is that your harsh talk? I guess. Okay. <laughs> hey, you need to do what I'm saying, right? Or, you know, it's a little bit, you know, softer. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, can, can you... Can you help me out can here you help for me out a here? second? Yeah. Yeah. Tone. Versus, you need to get over here and help me right now. Yeah. Yeah. You've had some experience with that, it sounds No. Like. <laughs> uh, uh, 
so that's that's an element tone. Um, a matter of fact, um, a lot of parents when they talk to their children will say, "You watch your tone," you know, young lady, young man, right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, the fact that they use a harsher tone mm-hmm. to communicate that. <laughs> communicate that. Yep. Volume uh, is just basically the softness or loudness mm-hmm. of the way you speak. Uh, lots of people say, uh, I have a very loud voice. You do. That even when I think I'm speaking softly, they're like, shh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> i can't tell many times like i think i'm whispering and somebody will like give me that like what are you doing why are you saying words right now you know so loudly and i'm like no one's hearing me no one's paying attention to me no one cares <laughs> <laughs> but you know whatever <clears throat> um fluency uh this is something that we often measure uh for psychology and different things but it's a uh, you know how it flows mm-hmm. um someone who talks differently you know or kind of like i just did there <laughs> maybe influent mm-hmm. that didn't sound right either um would it be affluent no affluent is you have a lot of money We're not a camera right now. I know. It would be great. <laughs> mm. Too bad this isn't like, you know, a stream thing. Mm-hmm. The looks <laughs> on your face, look on my face. It would just be great. Uh, yes. Um, whatever the word is, it's, you know, uh, the way that the speech flows. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, usually people kind of string words together coherently mm-hmm. you know they don't just talk random uh, words strung together right if you if that does happen or if you know somebody who is experiencing that have them you know speak out to somebody who might can help them with that because that might be a sign of some other problem mm-hmm. and then the last thing we talked about on speaking is the rate at which you speak uh, some people say I talk really fast. I don't think you talk really fast. You don't even sound like you when you talk like that. I know. Because sometimes I can talk really slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a nerd. I know! <laughs> Again, if if we had a camera and people could see your like, goofy eating grin um, that you have on your face right now. Like, ooh, I have a joke. <laughs> so many jokes. <laughs> um... Some people do talk faster than others, mm-hmm. and sometimes people in different languages will speak faster, uh, or well, it's perceived faster. Mm-hmm. I know that. That's another thing, too. But we'll get into that later. <clears throat> um, so that's like talking and speaking and saying words. Mm-hmm. Um, another way people communicate is just making noises with their mouth. Hmm. You know? Like, just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or... <laughs> What? No. <laughs> no. That's a word. See, like, no. Yeah. Like, oh. Yep. <laughs> Various different things people will do or say to, not say, uh, people will do to express themselves in some yep. capacity or another. And that's just verbal. Yeah. So just basically making noises and how it can communicate various different things, you know, exasperation. Mm-hmm. things like that like oh my heavens yes (laughs) my stars and goddess (laughs) I never yeah exactly (laughs) why is it that people immediately think of like southern bells when they think of I (laughs) don't know that's exactly what I thought (laughs) got a case of the vapors (laughs) 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 <laughs> to keep this uh train a rolling uh another way people can communicate is through nonverbal communication mm-hmm. uh 
the first thing you're talking about is gestures. And uh, there's a universal gesture that just about everybody knows. Is at it least the wave? Okay, there are two universal <laughs> gestures that every every adult know, knows. There's the wave, and then then there. Hey, you're number one. Oh. <laughs> that one. Of course, in other languages, that, that's done in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I know in uh, in Britain they use two fingers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and in uh, some other country they like like I don't know they do something from like. Their chin. Their chin, yeah. Mm. So story time already. Yay. Yay. (laughs) I was hoping you had this one. (laughs) Uh, So early on when Jessica and I were dating, uh, we would go and visit my grandmother. And I love my grandmother very much. You know, we we had the opportunity to go visit her. She's unfortunately passed away. Yep. But so, pause. You notice he said, "I love her very much," which means that <laughs> he feels like he's speaking negatively when he continues on telling this story. And it's important to him to make sure that the audience knows how much he loves his grandma. So that is what is non-verbally being communicated by his posture and his body language right now as he is getting ready to tell you this story. So unpause. Go. <laughs> You just had to point all that out. I did. Okay, mm-hmm. I appreciate that mm-hmm. in a way that I absolutely do not appreciate yeah. that. So his body language is communicating annoyance right now. Um, <laughs> good thing he's worried to be, and I know how to push all his buttons. And... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I, I loved her very much, and but unfortunately sometimes it's like, you know, you're 20-something you're and you have other things you want to do or you want to, you know, just not spend four to seven hours, you know. Sitting at the table in your grandma's kitchen. Yeah. Listening to the same story over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, again, love her very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one of these times, I was trying to figure out how to communicate to Jessica to like get ready to go because I noticed that if without any kind of prompting she would have just sat there forever Mm -hmm. uh, because you know she was too polite to say oh hey we have to go Mm mm-hmm so I was trying to figure out a way to communicate to her without saying anything to her. Oh, hey, it's time for us to go. So I came up with this whole thing in my head that would totally make sense that, that anybody who would have seen it would have known what I was trying to say. <laughs> <clears throat> I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? So the first thing I did is I tapped two of my fingers on my left breast kind of where the, in the same area that most people hold a watch mm-hmm. to indicate time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh so granted i don't know sign language and i don't think you do either <clears throat> but this is like i think we're kind of like sign language kind of started out as is mm-hmm. like oh what thing can i do to communicate something that already is a, has, there's a word for, mm-hmm. right? So, I tap my uh, left wrist twice to try to indicate time. And then I held up two fingers, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was time, two, and then I didn't know how to say the last, the next part, so it was just this very rushed thing of taking my two fingers and walking up my left arm and then I made two fists and made it like a driving thing (laughs) so all together it was tap my my wrist twice hold up two fingers walk my fingers up my left arm and pretend like I'm driving and she looks at me and goes what (laughs) and I said it's time to go to the car and drive home. <laughs> She's like, 
Oh. oh. <laughs> so she got up and got ready to go. And I was like, oh, we got to go. <laughs> <clears throat> because part of the problem was is I would get up to go. Mm-hmm. And she would keep talking. Mm-hmm. And you would be like, help, help me. I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if I just say, just get up and go. We'll just go. <laughs> so from then on, that, the, that'd be, the, the signal worked. Um, yes. Once it was established. Yeah. Like when we told my brother about it, he would do it. Yep. <laughs> we told your sister about it. She, she would do would it. She would do it. Yep. We even figured out how to like text it to one another using emojis too. Let's see. It's what? Clock, walking, car, right? Mm-hmm. Wonder there's there is a two in there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I had to make it so complicated. Because it literally could have just been time to go. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Would you have do you think you would have gotten that if I was like Probably. So there's some of the problems with communication. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to talk about more. Mm-hmm. I feel like you probably thought if you did it that way, the way that you did it, that your grandma wasn't going to pick up on it. That's and then what you it could was. get away with it. And, you know, you thought it was bright enough to pick up on it. But after listening to <laughs> two hours of grandma stories, my, my brain was on a... The flat line at that point. <laughs> so. Right. Mm. Oh, goodness. Yes. Uh, other ways of non verbally communicating include things that uh, Jessica mentioned earlier body language. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how we hold our body in certain ways. Uh, you know, if we're all straight and rigid, that tells us something. If we're kind of slumped down, that tells us something. If we're very relaxed that tells us something just you know we say a lot more with our bodies than sometimes mm-hmm. we do with our words mm-hmm. and apparently if you're female and you have a hand across your belly or across your middle section some people interpret that as you're you being pregnant um okay yeah that that seems weird but okay like you know, if I do that, that doesn't mean anything. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Maybe my stomach hurts. Or maybe you don't know what to do with your hands while you're yeah. talking in front of a group. And yeah, you know. You don't have something to hold in your hands or. You don't want to just like stand there and hold them up yeah. next to your face. Like, right. I don't know what to do with my hands. Or you've gotten tired of talking with your hands. <clears throat> yes. Um, you can do jazz hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Some body language. Uh, posture, I think I mentioned, is part of body language, mm-hmm. but that's a part of it. Um, and then facial expressions. Uh, there's lots of muscles in your face that can move in different ways and mm-hmm. tell different people different things. Uh, which is kind of funny because like some people have like a, like a permanent like expression on their face, right? Like when they're resting. Um, are, are you referring to RBF? Maybe. <laughs> some people, so well, some people have more of a jovial look. Some people just have more of a. That's a professional way of putting it. <laughs> some people just kind of look like they they don't know what's going on. Um, um, I know sometimes like. It's weird because everybody looks at it a little differently because I know sometimes I'll be just sitting there and my brother will be like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, why? Like, I don't know. You just seem mad. I'm like, no, I'm just like watching the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm thinking about something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't tend to think I, you know, have an angry look on my face all the time. I tend to just kind of be like mm. chilled. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. This is one of those weird situations where I, I, I wanted to make a comment about RBF mm-hmm. and like people we've known with it, but I'm like, maybe 
it'll somehow get around to them, and I don't want to be the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be like, uh, whoops. <laughs> and then there's written. Written is basically vocal communication, but with your hands. Mm-hmm. And, and, a, and a writing utensil. Because, mm-hmm. I guess, <clears throat> gestures is, like, like, Sign language would be verbal communication with your hands, mm-hmm. but yeah, written language. I mean, it's, you you had you had some dealings with that today, with emails and no, oh, like the stuff with our daughter, written language and how stupid it is. <laughs> how, how, yeah, but how you... I think that could apply to uh, spoken language too. True, and... but there's yeah. that weird like element like people uh will go that doesn't sound correct so i'm not gonna say it that way in their Mm -hmm. head like i don't know who decided like honest to god this is the thing that irritates me so much um as i've been going through i was going through my doctorate is the word the way people use data and how it's always singular despite the fact that it's technically a plural Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and it and it's like, how does it always work? Like data is or something like that. It's like, it's data were, data were, yeah. That mm-hmm. that, no, that that just makes my head hurt every time I read it, because it just does. And I don't know who decided that and said, well, this is how we're doing it. I'm like, you know what? To heck with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, I had to change that so many times on my uh, dissertation. That and it, uh, the one that starts with an A. Anthromorph. Anthromorphic? Anthropomorphic? Something like that, yeah. Where you were given an inanimate object, yeah. human like characteristics. Anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> Probably because they warned you about it. <laughs> well, no, I just I'm a big nerd, so mm-hmm. I know things mm-hmm. that that nobody else knows about somehow. Mm-hmm. Like when I was on the quiz bowl team, like that was my job mm-hmm. to like, know the things, to know the thi- like to know like the just the random things. Mm-hmm. Like you know, this is question, and everyone would look at me, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I know that," and they're like, "How? Mm-hmm. How do you know that?" <laughs> I don't know. I just do. Is there like a special book for? Unknown things that you have to refer to. No, I just pick up random useless things. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that might come in handy someday. No, mm-hmm. never does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so how does it all break down, right? <laughs> uh, so when we're talking about communicating with another person, it starts with thoughts and intent. And this is where the first problem can arise, mm-hmm. right? Because in our head, we have this grand, glorious plan, right? Mm-hmm. We have this whole thing of like, oh, hey, I'm going to say this in this way, and it's going to be received in this manner. Right. And this, that's just, no, it's never going to happen. Just, just give up on that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Usually what happens, especially like when says something important, right? People will go, okay. What words, what tone, what volume, what fluency, what rate? (laughs) Can I say this? (laughs) And they get my message across with no uh, distortion, right? Mm -hmm. No misinterpretation, no miscommunication. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Never going to happen. Right. Because nobody thinks that way. That would be like expecting your flight to get from point A to point B with no turbulence and on time and no layover, no layover, no delay, get there with nothing happening Mm -hmm. and everything going perfectly. Mm -hmm. And that's just not how life works. I mean, it can. It's just very, very infrequent. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Anyways. <laughs> <clears throat> so you come up with this thing to say. Mm-hmm. 
Like, honest to God, like, this is what's going on right now. And they're like, what the hell do I need to say right now? <laughs> I'm trying to think of it as we're going. You know, mm-hmm. like, we have our outline, but I'm, like, trying to, like, just think of, like, ways to expand upon the outline. Right. Uh, so I think about it, and then it travels from my brain down to my mouth, and it, you know, I formulate the words, and I put out the words. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? So... That's the second step is you say the words, right? Now, sometimes there's a mis- there's already a miscommunication. Like, like, like you had this intent, and there, but there's already a miscommunication of what you want to say mm-hmm. and how it actually is said, mm-hmm. right? You ever had that situation where you wanted to say, like, you know, good job, and you, like, said something like, good job. <laughs> yes, yep. <laughs> or... Here you get your words... Backwards. You, uh, you're at a restaurant and somebody says, have a nice meal. Like the, the, the server says, have a nice meal. And you say, you too. Yeah. Cause you know, you want to say something back. Right. <laughs> but you don't want to say that. <laughs> My favorite one is like, enjoy the movie. Um, <laughs> you too. You too. <laughs> like, wait, you're at work. <laughs> So the, the the those words that intent and all that comes out of the person A, right? Mm-hmm. Then it travels through the air. Uh, now the thing about it is, uh, that that's another part where things can get distorted because depending on the environment in which you're doing that can definitely impact. Uh, how that goes like right now mm-hmm. it's relatively quiet in this room mm-hmm. and you're hearing all the words i'm saying and responding right to it but if we were at like a construction site mm-hmm. and there's a jackhammer you'd be like what mm-hmm. <laughs> as you did when we first started yes this. or if we were at a death metal concert yes or um in a room with a large amount of people mm-hmm. and everyone was talking you know, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of TV shows that, like, use the whole miscommunication thing to great hilarity. Mm-hmm. You know. So it travels through the air to the next person. And then, this is the last part where it can get totally messed up. Is the person receives the message. Mm-hmm. And interprets it. And interprets it. Uh, I like to say that everybody has like a filter mm-hmm. on how they interpret messages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, again, this is something I feel like is used to hilarity in, in, in our society. It's like, you know, uh, if a guy says to a woman, like, oh, you look nice today. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Go ahead. Because in my mind, it was, did I not look nice yesterday or Bam. last week? Or... Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, you know, or if you will say something along the lines of, like, I, sometimes people tell me, good job, and how I should respond, like, by their intent and everything, is like, oh, thank you. And I'll be like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've actually interpreted some of those things as like they're being sarcastic mm-hmm. right that they were subtly putting me down mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah that that uh that that's all the ways it, it's, it's supposed to happen in all the ways it can get messed up along the way mm-hmm. <clears throat> um I feel like those people who, when we, when we talk about relationships, right? Those people who are in relationships are probably like, oh, man. <laughs> yep. You know, and only like those who've been in some long-term relationships are being like, like, well, you know, they'll look at the other person and be like, oh, see, see, mm-hmm. it's you. And then they're like, they're not realizing that's a two-way problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um. I know there were 
several times over the course of our uh, uh, relationship and marriage and various other times we spent together where I would go, okay, this is important to me, but there's a chance that it's going to be upsetting. So how can I say this in the least upsetting way possible? And then I'd say it and it blew up in my face Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck did I do wrong? (laughs) (laughs) And I think about it and I think about it and I just couldn't come up with anything. And then I was like, well, she just chose to hear it how she ever she chose to hear it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, that's a piece of it. Sure. But you maybe not necessarily said it the way you intended to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> Why did that work? Sometimes I think that happens. Like if we have feelings that are charging whatever we're trying to communicate. And then even on the receiving end, um, we may have feelings or situations that are going on that cause us to hear those things differently mm-hmm. and like you talk about a filter it'd be great if we had like a teleprompter uh, that like explored all the choose your own adventure opportunities that go into having a conversation um oh or or like for to use more of a modern day thing you know like all these video games where it's like you have like your dialogue options mm-hmm. and like you say it and then you like you get the outcome you're like okay go back and do it again yeah <laughs> Like, I didn't like that outcome. No. No. Um, We must not have read Choose Your Own Adventures the same way. Like, I read ahead, and it was like, okay, if I pick this one, then it's going to send me to this page, then it's going to, oh, no, I don't like that ending. Let's go I would do that same thing. Cool. (laughs) I would do the same thing, but, you know, it was more of the, more lines of, like, uh, I just thought I'd modernize it a little Mm. bit. Um. So yes, emotions absolutely can cloud our ability to send the message and receive the message clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oftentimes in a way that you're not really fully managing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for more information on that, check back to our uh, other podcast on emotion management. Oh. Right? Self-plug. <laughs> yeah. Is it emotion management or emotional regulation? You know what? I'm going to have to check it out. Because I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hold on here. I believe... Emotional well-being. We were both wrong. We were both wrong. But I think regulation and management... management, Oh, yeah, they do. Within the same... The same realm. Yes. Uh, so another thing that people do that might, uh, you know, how it breaks down is when people just listen to respond. Oh. How, how would that look? Hmm. I would, oh. Because you have a lot of experience with this. And when you try to tell people things, and then they just respond and you're just like, What? Yeah. I mean, basically, they already have it made up in their mind what they want to say. And, you know, they're paying attention enough so that they can follow the conversation, but they're not really giving any thought to the response that you're getting from them. Um, I think that's a good point and usually what happens when people you know just listen to respond is that this is exactly what i'm doing <laughs> she's giving me this look like what are you doing you've got me oh you got me see turn to valspare play i'll see who gets you later oh <laughs> well, i guess i'll be sleeping on a couch anywho um Which brings me to my next thing. Ambiguity. Uh, ambiguity is when whatever is said can be taken in multiple ways. 
right? This is one of the biggest problems with, I feel like, the English language mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, there, there are words that have multiple meanings mm-hmm. and lots of those meanings have nothing to do with each other, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, there's this whole thing of context and, and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And again, lots of TV shows use that to, you know, for hilarity results. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example for ambiguity. Ooh, that's a tricky one. It is. Uh, I, I think the only thing I can think of is well one of the ones i think of is like when people ask somebody to do something else and like what the intent there is Mm -hmm. right so you know uh if i if you were to say you know hey can you help me out with uh this project I might say, well, yeah, sure, and just assume that at some point you're going to tell me, hey, we're doing the project. Mm-hmm. And what you're, you're meaning there is, come over here now and help me with this thing that I'm doing right this right. second. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting there waiting for me to go over there, and I'm sitting over here waiting for you to tell me to come over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, you will sometimes say, we need to do x mm-hmm. right and then the ambiguity of that mm-hmm. my brain is like you have to do x that's why he's telling you you have to do x not at some point we're going to plan to do x it's mm-hmm. in this minute i have to drop what i am doing to do x because yeah. jesse says we need to do x yeah like we have to do it right now like mm-hmm. no i don't I don't ever do anything in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I never have the belief that nothing needs to be done right away unless something's on fire or somebody's bleeding. Right. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so how can we uh, communicate better? Right. Well, I feel one of the simplest things is to kind of ask for clarification. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is kind of where I start talking about regional dialects a little bit. And, you know, again, how I use some of the different phrases and things like that. So um, one time I was living up uh, in the Northeast and uh, somebody got up to go to the kitchen and they were like, hey, can I get anybody anything? And I was like, yeah, sure. Can you get me a pop? Now, I live in the Midwest, and uh, pop in Midwest means a soda pop, right? This person stopped, turned around and looked at me and was like, like a popsicle? I'm like, no, like a soda pop. Oh, why didn't you just say soda? And I go, because I'm from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, this goes back to that ambiguity mm-hmm. statement. But anyways, they stopped and they asked for clarification mm-hmm. so that there was no miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. That way they didn't just bring you back a pop school. Yeah, and I would be like, well, what is this? It's right? pop. You asked for a pop. Like, no. I asked for like a soda. Why didn't you say it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh ambiguity there's a whole famous sketch you know, famous the who's, on, who's on first who's on first mm-hmm. right google it it's hilarious if you don't get it probably because you it's don't like baseball it's a good way to annoy your kids too it is they're like I don't get this <laughs> but yeah um, Another thing is to know your own emotional state and how it can impact your ability to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, once it became a, a, a clear, uh, apparent that how I feel 
and how other people feel could impact how we communicate, I would try to be like, oh, I'm not in a place to talk about this right now. And I'd try to take some time to get in a better place to talk about it. And then sometimes if it was something that I was like, oh, I need to talk to you about this, but I need to know where you're at. Hey, how are you feeling right mm -hmm. now? <laughs> and you'd be like, I'm just blah, blah. I'm like, okay, not a good time to talk about this important thing. Mm -hmm. I will wait. I can wait. It's all that good stuff. So just essentially waiting or knowing how your emotions can impact how you communicate knowing uh how what you say no matter how perfectly you say it how the other person feels might mm -hmm. impact what you mean you were gonna say something oh i was just sorry um <laughs> with, with the understanding your emotional state that even that impacts when you ask for clarification mm -hmm. and sometimes that could be a trigger for whomever is communicating like you're asking for clarification and then i start to feel frustrated because i feel like i'm communicating this mm -hmm. appropriately right mm -hmm. and that's just something to kind of keep in mind yeah well one of the things i had to come to terms with and this goes back to the gestures thing is the way i think of things doesn't always isn't the way that everybody else thinks about things so mm -hmm. sometimes i will say something thinking i'm being as clear as possible and realize as i'm talking to that person and just getting the very baffled look on their face like i was not clear at all mm -hmm. like i obviously you know miscommunicated somewhere mm -hmm. <laughs> and i try to you know tamper down my own frustration about that because I'm like, well, you got no one to blame but yourself, buddy. Mm -hmm. um, when I was uh, in the army and I would tell people things, they, people were like, you know, like, hey man, I know you went to college, but like, you're using like dollar words and I need you to get down into like the nickel and dime words. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. Uh, I think I can do that. And it's funny because, like, I honestly think one of the reasons why uh, a lot of people like me is because I can do well enough to try to talk to and help them try to understand some of these concepts that, honestly, just we just go way out of our way in my profession to make more complicated than they need to be. Mm -hmm. Um. And I don't necessarily simplify them, but I try to explain them in a way that I feel that uh, they can understand without insulting their intelligence in any way. Right. You know, because I feel like they don't need to know the exact wording of what it is. Because, honestly, most people don't care. Mm -hmm. They just need to know the concept. Like, mm -hmm. oh, well, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if it's, you know, whatever word that is. I'm never going to remember that. Right. Uh, and then the last thing you can do is to recognize that uh, to err is human. Mm -hmm. To make mistakes is to be a human. Yep. You know, so when you're talking to somebody and they're like, what'd you say? It's okay. People make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get handed a popsicle when you wanted a soda... It's okay. People, people make mistakes. People make mistakes. You know, I think that's like the big uh, lesson to take is that, you know, communication is a lot more complicated than we think. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I mean, I've talked about this video before, but it's not about the nail. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a good way to also talk about, you know, communication. Right. Uh, and things like that. Yeah. So looking like it's about that time to start talking about wrap-up stories. How did he get here so quick? I know. <laughs> Let's 
sessions. They always fly. All right. So, uh, you know, I think another way you, you learn about miscommunication is when you have a child. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so, our daughter, she's gotten really good at when we have long talks with her. Um, she basically will listen to respond. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to yeah. express it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. To the point of eye contact and nodding and interjecting okay at the right time. Mm -hmm. And then we got smart. And um, we would say, What did I just say? (laughs) What were we talking about? (laughs) I don't know. Wait, you got to talk about the look of panic in her eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, oh shit. They changed the rules (laughs) on me. Now, at one point, I got very frustrated with that because, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I haven't even talked in a while, but good lord! And then I happened to think about it. I may be miscommunicating something here because mm-hmm. the, the, the phrase I used. What were we talking about? Well, by golly gee whiz, I said a whole lot of words. Mm-hmm. So I tried to like specify, you know. What did I say about this? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said this. Oh, so you were listening. Thank God. Because <laughs> we were about to have some problems. <laughs> so she would say, I don't know. And we initially tried to get around that by saying, I don't know is not an answer. Yeah. And she came up with a clever answer to go, I just don't remember what. I don't remember either, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, she eventually found a way to get around that. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, I just don't have a good enough memory. Yeah, I can't remember enough. I'm like, no. no, (laughs) We're not buying that one. (laughs) No, you're just not paying attention because you you find it boring. Mm -hmm. And I get it. But you have to understand the importance of it and that's a whole, I think that's a whole nother topic for another totally time. totally is a whole nother topic. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, we also have one here about getting new phones. I don't know. This is... I don't remember what that one. I think it had to do with you and text messages. No, it wasn't like when we got our new phones recently and... Like the conversation that people were having, and how you, you you thought they were saying a very different thing than what they were talking about. Hmm. I don't remember. Uh, I just I, I'm vaguely remembering when we, last time we went and got phones, there was this person we were talking to and she had like a trainee with her and they were talking about something and after we left the store she was talking about a dog yeah yeah after we left the store you were like what the hell were they talking about (laughs) and i like relayed the story to you and you're like oh because i had a completely different I had a different experience because you missed like the first part of the story because mm-hmm. you know you weren't really because you were focusing on getting your case off and getting your phone ready to hand over to them mm-hmm. and uh like when you got into the story you just heard like this this whole thing about like how this animal was like in her husband's car or something. I don't remember. Yeah, when they were like on the highway or something. Yeah. And like he wanted to throw the animal out the window because he was like all up in his face or something like that. Yeah, like that's where you caught it. Mm -hmm. And you were like, what the hell was that all about? (laughs) And I had to like fill in the gap and you were like, oh, Because I had some concerns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And I think I filed that in my I don't need this information anymore box. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a, another one pop up, but uh, it'll just have to just float it away. <sighs> so and, is it about that time? I don't know. Do you have any other stories? I do not. So I guess it's about that time. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot of communicating at work, but with teenagers, it either falls on listening ears or not listening ears more often than not, not listening ears. What are, what are listening ears? Ears that actually are paying attention, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that because I know that's a... Uh, a teacher term. It's a teacher term, especially like really young kids, and mm-hmm. they try to use it throughout the lifespan and things like that but um it's easy to be like well i don't know what the hell that is mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the way to emphasize that you're paying attention to the teacher mm-hmm. i don't know back in my preschool teaching days we actually tugged the ear and made a noise like now they're on um oh my god yeah. <laughs> you're talking about me and how like how nerdy and or dorky i am mm-hmm. like don't hate on my teaching techniques I, i'm not hating they on worked it. for me i'm just saying that you know <laughs> you teachers are, are kind of dorky we are well i guess it is about that time it is about that time um so i'm dr jesse dennison and i'm dr jessica dennison and our next topic is, oh, we're going to take a break. Oh, woohoo, break time. Bit of a long one, too, because mm-hmm. uh, we got to sit around and think about how we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Plan out some new episodes and yeah. get some more recorded and things like that. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us for this season and the season two. Uh, we'll be back. In a little while with a whole new batch of episodes. Yep. For season three. Yeah. So please make sure to follow us on social media at the Doctors Denison on Facebook, Twitter, Insta, and TikTok.